coming up on the 70% Podcast. Amy Alexander is in studio and Mike Sewell on Zoom call with a very special guest. His name is Edward Speck, but we affectionately call him Neighbor Ed. You you want my you want you want my true uh, um, output on Trump? Real, yeah. I'll be quick. Yeah, that's what we're I'll be for. I'll be real right. quick. We don't lie on this show. I've never watched an episode of Apprentice, and 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 my dad was still alive at the time, and he was a a died in the wool Republican, and 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 myself as well. Um, he and I sat and watched what he did to Atlantic City. And he declared bankruptcy several times over. He destroyed small businesses. He destroyed people's lives. And what really pissed me off was he got onto his airplane after that, after signing bankruptcy papers with his lawyers. He washed his hands in his little gold sink, and he went on to the next thing. The 70% when you, the, the, the silent majority, and that's the thing. They're yeah. the people that, like, why do we have, why is everybody so afraid to come together and talk about this stuff. I had a, uh, a, I'm doing this in quotations, friend on Facebook unfriend me because he, because he, because of my political beliefs. And th that was it. It had nothing to do with anything I said or did or anything like that. I just said, this is where I fall. And he was like, okay, bye. I'm like, all right, then. see you later. The 70% Podcast with your host, Amy Alexander and Mike Sewell. You know, when we talk about the 70% being the silent majority, because we have the radicals on each side that are just fighting with each other, the 70% when you, the, the, the silent majority, and that's the thing, they're yeah. the people that like, why do we have, why is everybody so afraid to come together and talk about this stuff? Is it afraid or are they just repercussions you, mike you you're not going to get invited to thanksgiving people are losing <laughs> for real oh, people are losing yeah, no. uh, relationships over this right this is, this is true I've, I've i had a uh a i'm doing this in quotations friend on facebook unfriend me because um he because he because of my political beliefs and th that was it it had nothing to do with anything i said or did or anything like that i just said this is where i fall and he was like okay bye i'm like all right then see you later yeah. Right. And there are people that I've unfriended on face, you know, but it was 15% on that hard, on that hard side. They don't want to listen to anyone else's well, opinion I, or thoughts or anything like that. They, they're right. And you're wrong. And that's just the end. Of right. Well, and I've unfriended people on the hard right too, because I'm like, Oh my God, you are not helping us at all. Well, first of all, right is Republican left is Democrat, according to everybody. And that sure. if you are one or the other, then you must be, you must absolutely have these beliefs. And nobody is considering the fact that it isn't even Republican and Democrat that we should be worried about. It should yeah. be worried. We should be worried about government people, yeah. government versus the people, because this is the Republicans and the Democrats are all, I don't care who they are. They're all benefiting from our labors in order for them to, there might be a few that are just taking their $176,000 a year and, you know, no, whatever. There's none, there's, no, there's none of them. None of them are doing that. Right. Would you? I'd, I mean, seriously, you're in, you're in office, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. some, some stock tip comes across the table. Are you not going to invest in that? Are you going to say, oh, no, I'm not going to invest in If that. it's if it's okay for me to do that, if it was totally right. illegal. It is, and it is okay and for it you is to do okay. because you're in Congress. It shouldn't be okay it for you to do it, but not. it is. So aren't you going to take advantage of that? Well, how about instead of term limits, then we work on getting rid of the perks 
so that they don't want to be in Congress. <laughs> and who the hell is going into politics? <laughs> yeah, that's well, the people that really want to fix things and not are, are just not in it for the, the money. What are the perks? The perks are that they they get the, that they can't just stab somebody in the neck when they're in Congress and they and get away with it. Uh, right. In, in office and get away with it. You can't. Um, right. They they have been cracking down on insider trading. You know they have been getting more and more vigilant of people truly taking advantage of their political position. Um, you see it, you see it here and there and now and then it's, I know it's still rampant. I know it still happens every day and it's probably happening at this very moment, mm -hmm. but I do believe that, um, that, that we Where are becoming more responsible. Oh, you, you, you hearing those stories at? I get all my, at? I get all my news from MSN. Um, and, uh, uh, MSN brings together, um, everything from Fox to CBS to CNN. And um, I've read a number of articles that have uh, uh, people getting into deep water and, and Are getting they subpoenaed. mostly Republican or mostly Democrat? I don't notice uh, one way or the other. Mm -hmm. I um, I often don't. I um, and and it's not something that I truly look into. It's not yeah. it's not in my interest box. So I don't actually read into the article. But I have seen those articles go by. You know, MSN uh, uh, shows you about twenty articles. Every time you load up um, www.msn.com, mm -hmm. it'll scroll through about 20 different articles. Like I said, from every news outlet there is. Mm -hmm. and, well, almost every. But yeah. um, there, uh, um, you know, and, and, and some of the headlines I see is so-and-so-and-so-and-so just got busted for, you know, insider trading. And and um, it, 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 I think we're and becoming... And They get a slap in the hand? Uh, I, I hope not. I don't know. Yeah. But, but, but the more we hear about it, I think there's going to be more and more... Um, you know, you, you can't get away with nearly as much as you could, you know, back in JFK days. You know, I, I, I don't think that, um, that, that people are able to benefit as much as they could even 10, 15, 20 years ago. Too many cameras, too many. Right, right, right. Many, yep. Well, that's why they want to erase. That's why they're now we have the freaking news police and the, they're erasing stuff. They are literally, I mean, they have the algorithms to pull the words out that they want oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. pull it down. I, they, sure. They've been working on this for years. We know this. Years and years. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, what they don't have you register for everything you buy because they want to keep track of who has the stuff. They want it. I mean, everything that you do is, is tracked. And now they want to do the bank accounts too. Um, but in the meantime, Scary. they just want to keep us fighting, 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 fighting. Um, because that's the best way to make sure that we don't come together and figure out what's going on and oust their sorry asses and kick them to the curb. I, I just hope that we see more and more accountability and as, as we go along. I mean, um, let, look at Billy Clinton. He couldn't even get away with a little internship action on the pool table. Um, so, you know, I mean, but, but, but JFK sure did. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, so, I mean, we're getting well, closer and yeah. closer to accountability for our political representatives. Scary transparency. Yep. Is yep, basically yep. what it is. But Careful what you wish for. Yeah. I know. I know. So I, I, I think it's getting better, but it's a slow, arduous thing. In and, the meantime, um, they're, I mean, let's do a $3.5 trillion uh, package so that we can help our, who who are we helping with all this money that we're spending? I mean, inflation's going up. Wages are staying stagnant. because Well, they're going to have to go up because nobody can get anybody to work. Um, yep, that's capitalism. Capitalism will work with the wages. They'll have to go up. Right. 
And then you just, I mean, gas prices, now they're talking about more tax on gas. Now they're talking about mileage tax. They've been talking about mileage tax um, for about 10 years. And here's here's the issue, and here's what drives me bonkers on mileage tax, is that you are now penalizing the person that goes out and buys a hybrid or the person that buys a Tesla. Mm -hmm. You are... Even though they're all about the green energy. Well, but what what, uh, what that's why they put the mileage tax in place so that they can so that they can so they can extract from right. And, and, Otherwise, and, and, they can't tax you on gas. Right, 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 exactly. And but the roads still need to be fixed. It doesn't matter if a bunch of Teslas are driving on the roads or a bunch of cars are driving on the roads with the, with gasoline. Now, in the old days, it was super simple. You tax the gas. Whoever buys the most gas pays the most to fix the roads. Now, with the with the hybrids in the in the in the electric cars, you've got people that are driving themselves silly all over the place, and they're not paying anything for the roads because they're not buying gas. Why aren't they taxing the electricity well, they, just like they cha- tax the fossil fuel? They do tax electricity, but not at the same rate. They can't be driving too far because the car only goes for so far. Well, a Tesla <laughs> though, Tesla a Tesla will go three hundred miles, yeah, four hundred miles. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not an argument anymore. What it needs to be recharged. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Actually, Tesla. I mean, and it goes zero to. Uh, oh, it's bloody fast. Oh my fast. god! The plaid will zero. blow the doors off of the the two, eight liter uh, um, uh, eight, a Mopar out there. So oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy like the fast. fastest. Yeah. Like I used to think four point two seconds was really whatever. It's like two point two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going. No, I I understand what the government's doing with the you know with the mileage. Um, they've also talked about putting GPSs in all our cars and and uh, you know and tracking it that way, and that's a nightmare too. But um, but there does need to be a solution because that you do have a, a desperate loss of revenue for the states to repair the roads. Now, here in Wisconsin, we know that better than anybody. Right. We our, our roads last 20 years tops. You know, down, in, down south, they last 50 years. But here, we got to rebuild our roads all the time. And most of that money does come from the exorbitant amount of taxation on each gallon of gas. Right. Do you think that are tax uh, taxing let me rephrase this do you think that they should be looking at their spending before they're looking at more income oh there's absolutely spending cuts to be had no doubt no doubt you can you can argue that all day that's that's an easy sell but um i i think rather than cutting social security medicaid medicaid um and those items those aren't where you get your spending cuts. Your spending cuts comes from improved efficiency. You see, I worked no, for local county. Right. And because keep in mind, everybody, Social Security and Medicare, Medicaid, we've been paying into that from our paychecks since the day we started getting paychecks. Mm-hmm. That has been a required. And now they're calling it a what do they call it? Uh Entitlement. Entitlement. <laughs> right. Thank you. So, uh, you know, I, I, I worked for local government and I've, I saw inefficiency beyond measure. I can't even imagine what it's like at state and federal. But um, we don't when we look at cutting government costs, we don't want to look at let's not give them, you know, food stamps. Let's let's cut off, you know, this pile of people for food stamps. Let's stop giving all these people health care. Those aren't the savings you need. The savings you need is in red tape and inefficiencies of our government. Yeah, there but they'll never admit be, that that's what the, see, we are always, the, we, the people are always going to be the problem because we're not paying them enough for the no, things that no. they need, quote unquote. The sad state of it's, affairs is there's too many people pushing pencils around. Um, I remember, okay, so we had to buy a, a computer. 
And that computer had to go across six desks in the county and just to get approval to be done and to be purchased. And then they went out and purchased it. It was a year and a half later. And for the money, we got half of what we should have gotten. And it was this huge process. That's why it does cost $150 for a hammer. It's not because they went to the local hardware store and bought a hammer for $150. It's because they bought a $4 hammer, but these 10 people had to approve that. And that piece of paper had to go from this person to this person to this person to this person. And by the time you add up all their time, effort, energy, that's a $150 hammer. That's what's got to stop. That's where our government can save money, not in cutting social programs. I just want that to, that's the, just my, the, that's my big thing. The, the use it or lose it, uh, thought process also oh yeah that sucks that's there's so much waste there's so much waste in that i saw it where we had an extra twenty thousand dollars and it's like well we're not going to get that next year if we don't spend it so we went out to a landowner that didn't even need work we did non-point source pollution abatement uh through the dnr and we had an extra ten thousand dollars sitting in the account and about a week to spend it and we're like well let's go get this guy he doesn't need it it won't do any good to the environment but at least we'll get that money next year that's a horrible issue that has mm -hmm. to be solved yeah and that's governmental accounting 101 is uh i mean i have an accounting degree and i studied that in somewhat um governmental accounting and it's not handled like a business whatsoever it's you know you have you have appropriations and basically if you earmark the money then you get to keep the money even if you don't spend the money or you have to spend the money otherwise you're not going to get the money next year but do you really need it i mean it's just there's so much stuff going in the budget that's just automatic oh here's there'd last be less, budget. there'd be less waste of those dollars so you know say say you give i don't know say your budget this year is fifty thousand dollars you need fifty thousand dollars to take care of whatever right mm-hmm. and then and at the end of the year you know you didn't use 10,000 of the 50. And so next year, instead of giving you 50, they give you 40. Now mm-hmm. that gives you 50 anyway. You know, what's, what's wrong with doing it that way? Why say, you know, oh, we're not gonna give you the whole kit and caboodle because you didn't need it. So this year, since you didn't need 50 and all you needed was 40, we're just gonna give you 40 and right. we're gonna take the 10 back. You, you know what I mean? It just, it does not make sense. Right. But they they don't do that, you know. Well, and I think it's part of, partly the way that that's set up on the books, and partly the attitude or the habits of the people that work in government right. because they know that if you know they don't spend that money, well, we're not going to get it next year. Well, if you didn't need it this year, are you sure you don't need it next year? I mean, so you're right. just putting this cycle together of spending what you are given instead of spending what you need. Right. No, that's very true. And I, let me let me tell you the story of why I quit. Okay, so I, I I quit the county in 1997, and I was at the budget meeting. It was a county board budget meeting in front of full county board, and we had a two million dollar budget in our department, and um, uh, two hundred thousand of that two million, so ten percent of the two million actually came from the county. The rest was state and federal grants. And we sat there and our budget was up for approval and um, a specific uh, city councilman, uh, Guy Zima is his name. He's been there forever. Is he, isn't he still in there? He might still be in there. He might be in the city now. I don't know. But he he's been there since the 80s. My dad called him a schmuck and uh, he truly was a schmuck. But anyway, Guy Zima on our $2 million budget, he stood oh up my God. and um, he, he, he said, uh, um, I don't like this line item. 
It was a magazine subscription that we we would read the magazines. It was a hundred and fifty dollar line item in our two million dollar budget. And he said, I don't like this. We need to take this out of here. And we explained that no, we use that to get grants. And you know, I mean that's very useful. It's not a lot of money. Nope, nope, nope. I don't like that. For twenty minutes, that man stood up and argued over this hundred and fifty dollar line item. Now, you look around the room, you imagine a full county board meeting with all of the executive uh, uh, staff of the county all sitting there waiting for their budgets to be approved. And you look around the room and you're like, oh my God, dude, you just wasted seventy eight hundred dollars worth of people's time, effort, energy, salary over a $150 line item. And that's the day I quit the county. I, I'm, I'm like, this is a tail wagging the dog. I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm out. And, um, you know, and, and, and you could say, well, well, the guy Zema is, is known as the county watchdog, right? He, he watches everybody and makes sure that nobody spends inappropriately and this and that. He's well, known as, but, He's known as a lot of other things. Too. I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? The county, the county racist, what else? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, a sausage, he's a sausage thief. Remember in the late 80s, early 90s, he got caught shoplifting sausages in a local grocery store. Was he in office at the point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. He was a county board yeah. supervisor. He was a county board supervisor. And he got caught shoplifting. When, when I was at the county in, in 95, he was quoted in the Press Gazette as saying, if I, now, you realize this district is a, a Broadway. It's, um, it's east side Green Bay, near east side Green Bay, downtown. And he was quoted in the paper of saying, if I see a Mexican, on the corner in my district on his cell phone, I know for a fact they're selling drugs. And he was quoted verbatim in the Press Gazette. That man is still yeah. involved in local pro- he politics. Is. And, 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 they, and, and, and they keep they keeping him in politics. He's I know. He's still there. You know, spoken. And this is, this is the point of the show. Like, people, why, it, it, we need to collectively pay attention to the things yep. like this to make sure that they don't get voted because they're they're being voted in. Yep. Guys, Emma doesn't get Do you know elected, do you know how right? he does that though? He goes to Berg, he goes to one of the local car dealers and he rents vans and he goes around his neighborhood and he picks up all the little old ladies and he drives them to the polling station. Who do you think you're going to pull that trigger for if Guy Zima rented a van to get you to the polling station? Well, yeah. You're going to vote for Guy Zima. He started, you know what his last job was before becoming a politician? He was an usher he at the, him. he was an usher at the movie theater. He would usher people to their seats. The old, um, um, the, it, well, it was five, six for a while. Now I think it's called the Carlton. Yeah, it's called the Carlton um, and yep. it was uh, West Pitcher Show. Yep, yep, yep. That. So, um, um, yeah, no, he was an usher there. And then uh, he became a slumlord and started, uh, um, had a bunch of properties and would take all of his, his, his tenants and bring them to the polling station and say, okay, guess who to vote for? And he's been in local politics since the 80s. And, and like my dad said, he is a schmuck. A schmuck. <laughs> yep. Um, right. Yeah. I know. I know. And I, I don't think Green Bay is definite. It, it's not as messed up or what is the word? Uh, oh, maybe it is as corrupt as our federal government. I don't, I, I don't know. Um, if I, you have assholes. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've had some, we, there's been corruption here and there, but nothing on the level that the, even the state of Wisconsin can put together. As you go up in levels of government, like I said, I've got a lot of uh, experience at the county level, but you go up to the state level, it's going to be twice as bad. Mm-hmm. The, the the red tape, the tail wagging the dog, the corruption, and then yeah. federal level is going to be three times as bad as that yet. 
Right. And there's, you know, I don't know the solution for that other than we have to become more efficient. We have to, we have to find efficiency in what we do and how we do it. We have to put people in office that are going to look to be able to, to, to put those efficiencies in place. Right. Though. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, the, remember the when Barack Obama, continue, yeah. No, go ahead. What were you saying? I said, remember when Barack Obama and his uh, pitch for his first term said, I'm going to go through the budget line by line and I'm going to, in what, uh, it, that didn't happen. No. What? It, it, it sounded good on the it sounded I good on know. the TV set. That was it. That's all that and was. And that's what people buy into. I you know the 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 guy that I wish were still around is uh, Steve Jobs. I think Steve Jobs of Apple could have gone oh. and done one bang up job at, at at the executive level. He 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 was he was very soothing and interesting to listen to, and he could have gone in there and said, "Okay, this is stupid. We're going to do this, this, yeah. and this. We need." Um, we, we, we need a, uh, a, a true businessman, someone who isn't going to play politics when they get in there and they're actually going to look at the, uh, um, at the, at, at the way that the government is run and the way mm-hmm. that the government is done and, and, and truly streamline it. Yeah. I don't know who that is anymore though. Cause Bill Gates kind of fell out of favor lately. Oh my <laughs> And God. Elon Musk is a bit, uh, he's, he's a bit of a loose cannon. Um, yeah, he's so, a little eccentric. Right, uh, right, right, right. right. I, I would I, be too. I, I mean, like, I'd be eccentric too if I had an electric truck and you know, I mean, right. all that and kind of stuff. If I could put a rocket in space. I know, right, right. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Captain Kirk, now there is a stud, right? I mean, not to get off topic, but yes, you are Captain off Kirk topic. is a stud. Okay, yeah. I'm done. All right, all right. Well, now I've got like Captain Kirk. Why am I? <laughs> Which made me think My of bad. Mork from uh, Robin Williams, Mork and Mindy. Oh, was I don't an know amazing why. man. I, that, that guy was something. Yeah. Um, we need to, like Mike said, we need to find a way to get the silent majority to speak up. And it doesn't even have to be speaking up in public or, you know. No, speaking up at the poll. At the poll. Here's, here's what we need to do. I mean, we need to figure out, like, on a local level, who can we vote for in Green Bay, Wisconsin, that is going to hold the same values as the 70 percenters and, and start moving that needle forward. You right. know what I mean? Right. We, How do we decide that when when politics is all about these empty promises that people, I mean, I don't feel like anybody that gets on the podium to give their speech about what they're going to do for, I mean, I think it's all just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. This is what I want to do, or I'm going to do this. I, but I think then, we should all start voting for the guy that, that is unlikely to get voted for. I like that. I, I like the understated, the understated gentleman, you know, or, right. or lady. I'm sorry. I don't mean right. to be uh, one way or the other, but. Or, the, or them or they, right. whatever you right. want to call it. Yep. You know, yeah. Whoever is, is, the, is the underdog in the race is the one that we should vote for. I, I never liked a grandstander. I was never appreciative of someone who, hey, look at me, look at me. So um, you didn't you like Trump at all? Uh, you you want my you want you want my true uh, um, output on Trump? Real, yeah. I'll be yeah, quick. That's what we're I'll here be for. I'll be real right. quick. We don't lie on yeah. the show. I've never watched an episode of Apprentice. Okay, so the reason being is because in the nineties, I. And, and and my dad was still alive at the time and he was a, a died in the wool Republican and, 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 and myself as well. Um, he and I sat and watched what he did to Atlantic City. 
And he declared bankruptcy several times over. He destroyed small businesses. He destroyed people's lives. And what really pissed me off was he got onto his airplane after that, after signing bankruptcy papers with his lawyers. He got on his airplane. He washed his hands in his little gold sink, and he went on to the next thing. He decimated small businesses. He decimated people's lives in Atlantic City in the 90s. Honestly, I haven't liked him since. I can't, I, I've got to say, I am, I am very Republican. I'm very conservative in so many of my ideals and my, but the man himself, Trump himself, I never appreciated. He is of the zero sum game. Mm -hmm. If you, if I'm going to win, you've got to lose. That's the only way that it works with, with that type of an environment is that I'm going to win and these people are going to lose. And I like people that say, okay, I want to win. I want you to win. I want us all to move forward together. And, in, and, and I'm not talking about his presidency. He did some damn good things as president. He put in some really good um, um, policy and everything else. But at the end of the day, what I saw in the 1990s, what he did in Atlantic City is, hey, it's it's me and to hell the re with the rest of you. I've got to save my butt and I don't care who falls from there. And I've, I, I, I have not liked him since 1992, I believe, is when that all really started to get going. And then by 97, he had pretty much killed off uh, Atlantic City. That's that's just my I, I so so I guess I had a chip on my shoulder against the man yeah, for a long long later. time, and um, so no I did not vote for Trump. Okay. I just but like I said in while he was in office when he was actually doing and and don't get me wrong those Democrats were up one side and down the other on this side and the other thing is should have just let him do his thing and then done their best to vote him out in four years. No. But no they screwed with him and they wasted all his time and this and that but. He honestly did do some really good stuff. Mm -hmm. and um, But I, I just never liked that personality. That personality is a, is a taker. Maybe he felt guilty about his the Donald Trump back then, and now he feels that he could uh, fix I things. I didn't see that. I, Trump University, I, I, there's so yeah. many other things that came along after. I just like his still, negotiation skills. Uh, you know, and, and he did that. And he did have some of that. And he did have some, some really good um, policies on our economy that he put into place and that, 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 that should you know, over the long haul, as long as Biden doesn't dismantle each and every one of them, they should, in fact, help our economy grow and He's help the businesses. Not all of them, but, they, you know, there's still some there. Um, and, 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 and hopefully some will, will, will maybe re-emerge uh, as, as, as Biden gets out. But, um, but as a person, I just, I do not like that personality at all. Mm -hmm. And so that was, my, that was my big rub. I don't like takers. I, think, I don't yeah. like people that take. So I, I think we should honestly push the narrative that we should vote for um, the, the, the person least likely to succeed in the race. Because these the, the Democrats and Republicans that are out there that are being backed by the, you know, by, by the RNC party, and the DNC. But they they're always going to be, I know, they're going to they be have neck enough and neck. Money to, to, to do whatever they want, you know. Right. Whereas the little guy. Are you who's talking just about trying, a third really party, trying to Mike? get in to make some changes. Are you talking yeah. about a third party? Yeah. Oh, I. Uh, I don't know that a third party will go. I don't. I don't know. Like that. I would love the Libertarian Party to yeah, come yeah. to or the Constitution Party to come up and yep. just take it. Yep. You know, that would why be can't, ideal. Why can't I mean if we all collectively voted for them? 
then they are in office. Yeah. Stopping it. I can, I can see that, but you've got too many people that, um, that go in and my, my cousin's one of them. She walks in the door and it doesn't matter who's on that ballot. She'll throw the switch Republican. My sister will throw that switch Democratic. She doesn't give two rats. I know, and who that's how is most people are, which is really confusing so, when you look at the fact that Biden won the federal presidency and then down the ticket, the Republicans pretty much took it. But the um um, but the I like your idea of voting for the underdog, but in the primaries. Okay, so let's say that the Democrats, they're, they're, they're pushing for this senator, you know, and um, there's a, but, but in the Democratic ticket, there's a couple of other guys that, that aren't getting pushed by the, by, by the Democrats. They're, 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 they're the little guy. They're, they're maybe from a small town. Maybe uh, they're just from a hey, little area. The only way that we're going to upset this whole system and, cre- and get real change is by telling them that, that your freaking process doesn't work screw you we're going we're going to as americans we're going to do it this way right okay you know because right. who made the dnc right who made the dnc the way RNC they want boss. us to do it it's just towing the rope mm-hmm. and i'm not i don't want to do that anymore we just need to get we all need to come together and get our for a write-in let's go brandon <laughs> right. <laughs> right in canada right, right in right. candidate Every across the board, just like shock the shit out of them. <laughs> I know that's not going to happen, but right, it's wishful thinking. Right, I don't know. I I like the term <laughs> limit ideas. Sorry. I do. I like the idea of having okay, you know, it, just like with the presidency, you get you get eight years maximum, mm-hmm. and um, do what you can do. I like that a lot, and I agree that it exactly. would be a huge. Do what you can do, and get the hell out, and go back in the right, private. right, right, right. Because right. if you had an eight-year time limit, you know, right, if that clock starts talk, ticking at, at, at year one, you you're going to want to try to accomplish something so you can have a legacy, but you're not going to get all comfortable and just sit right. and and, 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 and yeah. Like, oh, these are the rules I can break. I right, I really right. think that the hand of greed has pushed. I mean. Capitalism, yes, we know that's uh, a system that will allow people to grow in their. Right. Uh, um, but I, I believe that there are a lot of people in politics in the government sector that have taken advantage of all of the perks that they get, mm-hmm. or that the, they know the rules, they know how to get. You know, like Obama, he's like, "Oh, I was a constitutional scholar," and I'm like, "Well, then how come you don't know the Constitution and you're not trying to protect it?" Mm-hmm. He was always trying to change it. So you can't tell me that he was a constitutional scholar for the good of the Constitution. He was, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of these politicians are the same way. So this is what we get away with, and I'm going to continue to do that as long as I get voted for. And as long as they keep getting money from Pfizer and Merck and... um, well, we got to put a stop to that too, don't we? Money and politics. Yeah. I mean, you know, there should I don't be a know. cap. Like you all get like a hundred thousand dollars to spend. Well, right. I know that's- right. Right. Why? Why can't um, I don't know? Why can't we come together and say, okay, every network has to give this many hours to the politicians, and that doesn't cost anything. And 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 we do away with this this because whole because you can't do anything as far as free enterprise. When it comes, you can't make people do things in free enterprise. Well, Agreed. unless well, your free enterprise is, okay, I, I'm well, not going to say the V word. Let's do this then. Okay, Medicare, right? So if a hospital takes a Medicare patient in, mm-hmm. um, they have to take exactly what the government says they're going to take, no more, no less. Oops, sorry. 
Um, <laughs> so they, they have to take this much money. Okay, so why doesn't we? Why don't we have a national pool of advertising dollars that um, Republicans get half, Democrats get half, and that's it? You know, and that's what you get. Yeah. So, so because right now everybody's out drumming up money from all these huge corporations and all these huge donors, and that's inherently biased. Right. You are inherently going to vote to make Pfizer more money because they gave you a million dollars into your pilot, into your pack. Right. Why can't we, why, you know, let's, let's get rid of that or at least curtail that. Because the people that are making those rules are the ones that are benefiting from it the most. Okay, so we the people have a special we, vote. We the see and he, at the next at the next major election, there's a there's a little box in the next major election that says <laughs> who's gonna put that little box? Mike, you're gonna put that little box. I don't think they're gonna. And here's the thing: they have so much control now that they're not gonna let it go. And they've gotten to the point where they're not even being straight with us about what their agenda is, much less going to allow us to put somebody on a ticket that would not be with that, with that uh, agenda, nor are they ever going to give us the, the people, the, the government, our current leaders have forgotten, are actually not forgotten. They are ignoring the fact that they work for us, not the other way around. That's true. So they work for us and our, it has gotten out of control. Right. I agree. On Get that note, uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for joining the 70% podcast. I'm Amy Alexander. I'm Mike Soul. Please like, comment, share, 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 share. Join us next week. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for having me. Yes. And Nate, the producer, we're out. And as Mike would always say, no, no doubt. doubt.